Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A blue state allows post-birth abortions? That's infanticide. While a red state bans dangerous abortion pills. And Joe Biden stops defending religious freedom at universities. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A blue state, that is New Mexico, where most of the voters trend Democrat, has now passed a pro-abortion bill that actually allows post-birth abortions, even after the baby is born up to 28 days. Well, that's not even abortion, that's just infanticide. Life News reports that New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, who supposedly is Catholic, did sign a pro-abortion bill into New Mexico state law last Thursday to stop local communities from protecting unborn babies from abortion. Pro-life leaders say the language in the bill potentially also could allow infanticide and would force public school teachers to actually help students get abortions. Fox News reports that Democrat lawmakers' primary stated goal for House Bill 7 was to thwart voters' efforts to protect unborn babies by passing pro-life ordinances at the local government level. Two counties and three cities in the state recently passed ordinances through the Sanctuary City for the Unborn movement that were crafted to protect unborn babies from abortion in cities, even if their state legislatures had disagreed. The new law, however, in New Mexico, uh, the Governor Grisham signed, attempts to override those city ordinances and stop others from passing similar pro-life protections. The bill was sponsored by State Representative Linda Serrato, Democrat from Santa Fe, and legislation is supposed to protect access to reproductive and gender-affirming health care. In other words, abortion and transgender surgeries. By prohibiting school boards and city councils and other local governments from discriminating against people on the basis of their abortion choices. Rep. Serrato said her bill would help New Mexicans access health care to kill their child. <clears throat> especially in rural parts of the state. By healthcare, she means elective abortions that kill unborn babies. But Elisa Martinez, executive director of New Mexico Alliance for Life said the legislation essentially would create an abortion compliance mandate for teachers and other public school employees. Her organization points to language in the bill that prohibits any public institution that receives taxpayer funding, like public schools, and even their employees, from interfering with or denying a person's access to child-killing assistance. Institutions that violate the mandate could face penalties up to $5,000. Martinez said in February, quote, 
ideological driven legislation like this has exact opposite effect of what sponsors proclaim as it is a mandate on behavior to refer or participate in abortions and transgender procedures for every public employee, end quote. In other words, it's not pro-choice, it's anti-choice because it prohibits life as one of the choices. The ACLJ, a leading pro-life law firm, said that the new law, coupled with a second bill, Senate Bill 13, could also potentially allow infanticide. And that's the news, or thanks to Life News for that report. There's a word in the bill uh, that is unique, and we need, we need to explain this a little bit. The word is perinatal. In other words, uh, you cannot prohibit abortions if, if they happen around the perinatal period of, of birth. And that means it's not prenatal, like before the baby's born, when the baby's still in the womb, then you can abort the child but perinatal means up to 28 days after the child is born. Then you can also allow the child to die on a table or neglect the child or uh, this, in the case of a failed abortion attempt when the baby is actually born alive and it's a living human being, now the New Mexico law says, well, it's in the perinatal period, you can let that baby die up to 28 days after it's born. Well, that's infanticide and that's a post-birth abortion, which may or may not now be legal in New Mexico under that new statute. That is demonic and it is evil to kill a child before or after the baby is born. Uh, and it just reveals what is inside of some of these legislators that are prohibiting sanctuary city laws that would protect the unborn children they are so aggressive that they want to take away choices from women and only support abortion as the only choice. The Bible forbids that in Isaiah 59. The Bible says, Their feet run to evil. They make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we do pray in Jesus' name that you would end not just the child killing, not just the abortion uh, uh, procedure or, or industry or people who have the blood dripping from their fangs, eager to shed innocent blood, but Father, we pray against the demonic spirit that is behind them and inside of them. And we pray that you rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus and that these efforts will cease and be reversed to protect innocent life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, a red state, that is Wyoming, actually begins to ban abortion pills. We're here in Israel, in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross, the garden tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee, where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12 minute segments. So you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. 
Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. For a suggested donation of just $50, we'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're going to love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Reading today's headlines, doesn't it seem sometimes like the world is unreal? We hear about rumors of wars and we see legislative and cultural battles here in America. But where is our hope? I think it's in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're offering now a, a DVD series led by family ministry leader Vince Dacchioli, Real Christianity in an Unreal World. It behooves us to really understand what does it mean to be relevant as a Christian and to be real and to spread the gospel in a way to where more and more people will, be in, will embrace it and move yeah. in the right direction. We can send you the entire DVD series, which is three-part teaching with Vince and a bonus of my personal testimony for a suggested donation of just $30 if you call now at 866-Obey-God. Or write to the address on your screen or visit PrayInJesusName.org. We want to rush you this important teaching to ground your faith in real Christianity. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Life News, who reports, a red state that usually votes Republican, it happens to be Wyoming, sets now a state law banning dangerous abortion pills and protecting innocent life. Wyoming has become the first state to specifically ban some abortion pills after Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon signed a law last Friday to prohibit them. Wyoming already has a law that bans most abortions, but a judge blocked it last year. And this time, lawmakers wanted to ban the pills that are issued to kill children. While the state continues to fight in the courts to uphold last year's law, now it is adding a new one. The new legislation that Governor Gordon signed would prohibit dangerous chemical abortion drugs, making Wyoming the first state in the country to pass legislation prohibiting the prescription of the dangerous abortion regimen that can cause hemorrhaging inside of pregnant women. It can even cause a need for surgery or even death of the mother. These dangerous pills, uh, according to SBA Pro-Life America's Western Regional Director, Sam Schwend, said uh, that the bill is a necessary step to protect women and children from the dangerous effects of the Plan B abortion pills. 
Schwen said the following, quote, the 2023 legislative session is ending on a clear note that Wyoming values all human life, born and unborn, and the well-being of women. SBA Pro-Life America applauds every lawmaker who played a role in advancing safeguards against the dangerous chemical abortion drugs, extending medical coverage to moms up to a year after childbirth, and protecting unborn children of all ages. We applaud legislators for being champions of the most vulnerable among us and advocates for the health, safety, and security of mothers." End quote. State Senator Tim Salazar of Wyoming sponsored the bill, which will prohibit prescription of or, or distribution of any drug for the purpose of causing an abortion. It would not apply to contraceptives or treatments for miscarriages, and includes an exception for the life and health of the mother as well as rape and incest. The bill itself states the following, quote, no person shall manufacture, distribute, prescribe, dispense, sell, transfer, or use any chemical abortion drug in the state for the purpose of procuring or performing an abortion, end quote. Exceptions in the bill are allowed in the case of rape, incest, or miscarriages, and when the mother's life is at risk. Violators, however, could face up to six months in jail and up to $9,000 in fines. However, mothers cannot be prosecuted even in the statute. Salazar said in a statement to Students for Life Action, quote, the intent of SF 109 is to protect the unborn from chemicals that seek to destroy human life. By passing this legislation, Wyoming will make clear that the statement that we wish to protect the unborn and women from dangerous drugs that are used in the taking of an unborn child's life through abortion, end quote. And that's the news. Our thanks to Life News for that report. You know, since the repeal of Roe at the federal level by the US Supreme Court, which has a six to three conservative majority, and I think the, the ruling in, in the Dobson case uh, that overturned Roe was six to three, conservative majority over the, th uh, the three liberals. The Supreme Court did not actually rule that life is protected in the Constitution. They took a half measure instead. By striking down Roe, all they said, and I think the Alito opinion uh, said, that the Constitution doesn't address the issue and doesn't allow abortion or forbid abortion, we're leaving that up to the states. So instead of protecting what the Constitution refers to as uh, procuring the, right, the, the rights of life, liberty, and happiness to us and to our posterity, which implies children, right? They, they said, no, no, the Constitution doesn't address this, so we're going to leave it up to the states. And what you see now is blue states like New Mexico, where people vote Democrat, passing pro-abortion extremism bills. And red states like Wyoming, where people tend to vote Republican, passing reasonable safety measures that do allow some abortions in the case of rape, incest, and the life of the mother. That's why I'm not saying it's entirely a pro-life bill. But Wyoming has taken a, a semi-pro-life approach and, and stopped some abortions from dangerous chemical 
pills that actually can cause hemorrhaging and death in the mothers as well. So where's the pro-life position on this? I think it's to obviously to protect the life of the child and the mother. There, there are reasonable exceptions for the life of the mother whose value is morally equal to the life of the child. Um, but you have to decide what kind of state you wanna live in. And I'm praying that one day the US Supreme Court just bans abortion altogether. The Bible says this in Proverbs 31, open your mouth for the speechless in the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth, judge righteously and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Again, let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father, we do open our mouth for those who are appointed to die, for the speechless, the unborn child who cannot speak in their own defense. We speak for them and we proclaim life and we pray, Father, that you will empower us and give wisdom to judges and legislators who must judge rightly to defend the innocent. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's take another short break. When we come back, Joe Biden has stopped defending religious freedom at universities. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code Pray News and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from the Washington Stand who reports, Joe Biden and his administration have now intentionally stopped defending religious freedom at universities. The Biden administration is days away from revoking a federal regulation 
which had been passed by the Trump administration, but now is being revoked by the Biden administration, which defends religious liberty on university campuses. Even though critics say the president offered no evidence that religious freedom student groups would lose their First Amendment rights as a result, but no, the rule is the Religious Liberty and Free Inquiry final rule written back in 2019 by the Trump administration, which allows the federal government to withhold some or all federal aid to any college that does not give religious student groups the same accommodations as other student organizations, strictly because of their faith. So the rule was Christian students get the same rights as secular students for meetings and access to facilities on universities. And if the, if the university wants to discriminate against Christians, they might lose their federal aid. Well, the Department of Education may also punish universities that violate their own policies to uphold academic freedom or free speech. That's also in the Trump rule. The Trump administration officials had believed that they needed leverage to defund some academic institutions and hold them accountable to, just, to ensure that those universities uphold fundamental rights guaranteed by the Constitution. But now comes the Biden administration and their education department announced their intention to wipe away these kind of religious freedom protections. They're gonna take them off the books and they announced this in a notice of proposed rulemaking issued on February 21st of this year, 23. Democrat regulators say the rule is not necessary to protect the First Amendment because students may still sue the universities in court if their First Amendment rights are taken away. Well, that's not encouraging. Why, why would Christian students wanna have to sue in court when they could just have the university respect the law in the first place. But Democrat rulemakers also say the rule caused confusion for some college administrators and created a novel and unduly burdensome role for the Department of Education. That's untrue, says the man who helped institute the, the Trump rule. Uh, and thousands more people of faith from coast to coast also agree this rule is needed. Why are they taking it away? There's a public comment period for the regulation of the nonprofit uh, organization founded by former Vice President Mike Pence. His group, Americans Advancing Freedom, said the following, quote, the free inquiry rule from the Trump-Pence administration is a necessary and proper means of protecting the free speech and free exercise rights of religious student organizations and their members at public institutions of higher education. Religious groups, particularly minority religions, are always at risk of having their First Amendment rights infringed." End quote. Pence's group also denies that the regulations wording is somehow confusing to academic administrators. Most of those administrators have advanced college degrees. They can understand the plain law, so, Pence's group says the following, quote, the regulations requirements are straightforward and easy to follow. That college and universities must not deny benefits to any student group on the basis of its religious beliefs, end quote. How hard is that to understand? 
don't deny benefits on the basis of religion. Well, maybe it takes uh, a chaplain with a PhD to explain that to you. What that means is, for all you liberal educators who also have PhDs, it means don't deny <laughs> student groups their same rights that you give to other people on the basis of the, their Christian beliefs. That's what that means. Our thanks to the Washington Stand and Family Research Council and Mike Pence's group for that important announcement. We perceive the spirit of God upon Mike Pence for his stand for religious liberty and the, the Trump administration's rule and the rule makers for standing up for religious freedom. Because the Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 3, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. You know, I've been doing a lot of praying and for years I've been teaching about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, what really happened on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter two? Why did the disciples receive the power from God to do Christian ministry? And how can you experience the baptism in the Holy Spirit for your own power ministry? This is a five part teaching, newly available. We just put this out. Part one is the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how to receive the power of God in your life. Then we go into part two, the gifts, the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. Part three is every instance we could find of speaking in tongues throughout church history. It's not an old gift, it's for you today. And also we have interviews with Charles Johnson and Lana Heitley. I wanna encourage you to get this product when you visit our, our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org, available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. This is a topic that uh, in the last century was responsible for up to 800 million Christians around the world experiencing the gift of tongues and their own private prayer life. How can you have powerful intercession in your prayer life with God? This will energize you as a Christian and it's all Bible-based. This is real step-by-step -step instruction through the scriptures. We want you to have the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Before you even uh, begin to experience that, it might be important if you learn what the Bible says about that gift. Again, yours today for a do suggested donation of $30 Get this product today at PrayInJesusName.org. Operators standing by at 866-Obey-God. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and thank you for your donations to help us bring you these important news reports. Where else do you see a Christian take on the news, but also we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name, we are unique. So we need your donations when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says this in Psalm 112, a good man deals graciously and lends to others. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Thank you for your gracious donations. If you need prayer today, pick up the phone and call us at 866-Obey-God. 
We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.